Are you ready to take control of your wealth and design the life you envision for yourself and your family? Welcome to Wealth of Insight with Austin Wittenberg from Wittenberg Wealth Partners. Austin guides you through the entire planning process to help you build a plan that seeks to protect your financial future. He empowers you with creative investment opportunities and planning ideas to help you understand and achieve your long-term goals. It's time to gain confidence in your financial future. Now, onto the show. It's never too late to start planning for retirement. Or is it? Your host, Austin Wittenberg, is with Rick Gallagher, one of his team members, and they tackle the uh-ohs of where did the years go and what can I still do about retirement? So, gentlemen, is it ever too late? Thanks, Patrice. Thought I'd bring on Rick, our Director of Financial Planning, again for a second appearance on the podcast so far. Thanks for joining us, Rick. Good to be with you again. I thought we would take a few minutes today and talk about one of the most common questions that I get, which is some variation of, am I too late? Or what, how do I even get started building out my financial future? So I brought Rick on to discuss that with us and talk through some of the pieces or some of the strategies that we use when we're crafting a financial plan with our clients. So Rick, you know, let's maybe take a second here and just talk about a few of the recent experiences we've had. I know I recently worked with a client who was in his fifties, had been doing a 401k throughout his life, but just wondering, where do I go next? How do I make sure this is going to be enough? And how do I save any excess cash? Yeah. So it's tricky when we meet with people like that and they say, look, I've done a bunch of good things in the past. I've worked a job. I've made a lot of money. I've participated in a 401k. Now what do I have enough? Where, you know, where do I go next? And to be honest, it's not just clients in their fifties as, as we were talking about this a little bit before we, before the show, it's not only clients in their fifties or in their forties, it's people that come to us in their twenties that are just, or their thirties that are sort of just getting started. You know, we talk about those people being the Henry's, the high earner, not rich yet. They're making a bunch of money. They're participating in their 401k. They're participating in their other work benefits. You know, they've worked really hard to get to where they are. And they're saying, what do I do next? You know, like you said, Austin, how do you, how do I take this financial life of mine to its highest level. And it's obviously a challenge, but it's, it's something that we love, you know, talking about with clients and, and helping them take those next steps. Yeah. You know, most people, I think they know, Hey, I've got a job. They offer a 401k. I should be participating, but then what, if I still have extra money after that, you know, and I can't tell you the, the amount of times I've met with a new client and they've said, oh yeah, I've got this money in this savings account. I meant to do this investment. I meant to just buy some stocks or I meant to do something with it. Yes. And it just never ended up happening. They've got a life, they've got their job, they've got all these things going on. And so, you know, one of the things we'll talk about today is maybe more behavior management than it even is investment type, you know, management. It's more just how do we make sure these things are happening and that we're not missing opportunities because, we don't know we don't, because the clients don't know where to go next. Right. And to your point, one of our firm mottos is, you know, take your plan to its highest level. And that's where it, that's really where we can come in and help create some efficiencies and, and add some automation to, to their life without 
using the the bad B word budget, right? I'm not interested in going through your bank statements and saying you got to eat at the rest, go out to eat at restaurants less or cancel your Netflix subscription, right? That's not, if you want us to get there, we could certainly have those conversations, but for the most part, we don't want to, we don't like that B word. We don't like the budget word. So talk a little bit about how we approach this. Yes. So I'm with you for whatever reason, people don't like hearing budget. They don't like having restrictions placed on their life. I don't like it either. Now, don't get me wrong. If I sat down with my wife and ran through the number of subscriptions that we have uh, every month, which we try to do that about once a year, not perfect data. It's an interesting and informative experience. You're probably going to cancel a few subscriptions if you do that. Instead of using that budget word, we'd like to call this, this element of a financial plan, the cash and savings management plan. So a way to take the hard-earned money that you've made. And let me, let me just pause there and say that you've worked hard for your money. You've gone to work, you've dealt with the issues of work and a job, and you've made that money. It's, it's emotionally attached to you. There's no question that money is emotional and there's reasons behind that. And that's just fine. So, so then what do we do with it? How do we try to make good decisions, trying largely to remove some of that emotion with what we do with that cash? So that's where we want to start talking about our, our cash and savings management plan. So, so here's the essential concept. Here's where we start. You make money, it goes to your bank. And then we want to start filling four buckets. The first is your checking account. Think of this as your your life's operating account. You're going to hear me say the word automatically a few times here. The money should be deposited, you know, from your job automatically to your bank, to your checking account. From there, you're going to automatically pay some bills. You're going to automatically pay off credit cards, hopefully more than just the minimum balance. Maybe that's a concept for another show. We won't go there directly, but maybe we're going to automatically give to charity other things that are important to us. Okay. Well, let me step in there real quick. Cause yeah. I think automatically is the key, right? The yeah. more we can automate. And that's why I mentioned earlier, this is really a behavior management tool as much as it is a money management tool, because it's just, if we can get these things out of the brain and into the computer, so it's just happening, then it never gets missed. It never gets skipped. And we don't lose out on any opportunities. And, you know, we've, we're using, we're getting as much utilization out of each dollar as we can. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So if we can make all that stuff happen automatically, we're sticking to our plan. It's more likely to happen month over month. The, the one thing that I haven't quite mentioned is what are we doing with the money once we pay the bills, give to charity, pay off credit cards, and that's savings. So that's the other thing that we'd like to automate. To be frank, we were talking about this before the show. We'd really like to see savings become almost like a bill. It's just something that you do every month. You just start saving your money. So that's, I mentioned four buckets, right? The money comes into your bank. The first bucket, you operate your life and start doing some of these automatic things. The second bucket where we want money to to flow first is think of this as your emergency savings account. We would hope to see anywhere from three to six months of monthly living expenses automatically saved to an emergency savings account. Once that's built up, we can start moving on to, you know, other buckets. Yeah. And that, you know, that 
three to six months, you, you know, most people have probably heard that really can be a personal decision. I've seen clients that are comfortable going less than that. Some sure. want more just based on their, their personal situation. And so we can show clients the impact of, you know, as we get into some of the other buckets, the impact of having those, you know, how you're allocate allocated among the different buckets and what in the long run, what sort of impact that can have. And I do think it's important, like you mentioned, to have your savings be treated like a bill, right? You, many people may have heard the concept of pay yourself first. Traditionally, you know, people get a paycheck that comes into their bank account. They live their life. And then at the end of the month, they see what's left. Like, oh, great. I've got a little bit left over to save this month. Yeah. But the reality of it is if you approach it that way, there's never anything left. It is really easy to spend money. Very true. And, and so if we can have it automated, have that saving automated and think of it like a bill. So it comes off the top before any of the other stuff, then, you know, again, that mentally that that's the right approach. That's the approach we want people to, to take so that we know that it gets done. Yeah. Oh, I, I could not agree more with that for sure. So once we have that sort of second bucket of emergency savings money put away for a rainy day established, then we can move on to the third and fourth bucket. The third bucket is another, what we would think is a cash savings bucket, but think of it as longer term savings. So not money that you need, you know, the snap of your fingers because the transmission goes out or the water heater dies in your house and you just need that money at your fingertips. But, you know, you're thinking maybe in 12 to 18 months or a little more, we might spend this money on I don't know, a down payment for a car or a down payment for a home or something. That's where you might start stocking away some cash. The goal here is to get it out of the banks that are paying such low interest rates. Yeah. And it's really been such yeah. a challenge the last decade, really, right? Of low interest rates, banks getting giving you nothing. There's been nowhere to turn for yielding for any sort of decent yield. Yeah, it's, it's really tough to see money cash just sitting in the bank that isn't designed for that emergency use. What we like to say is that having cash sitting in the bank right now is a really safe way to lose money, just given inflation, giving escalating prices of, of things we're buying. So if we can get that money out of the bank and into something that gives us just a tiny step up in risk, but gives us a little bit more yield, puts that money to some work. I think that really helps, you know, make that longer term cash savings account a little bit more meaningful. Yeah. So if you can, you know, there may be still some volatility. We're not going to, you know, this bucket's not designed to be stocks. We're not going to be yes. you know, buying anything there, but how can we get a little bit higher interest, take a tiny little bit of risk, knowing there's some volatility, but not exposing it to major drawdowns like we've seen, you know, in the stock market in, in short periods of time. So, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the right approach for that bucket. Once, once we have this sort of savings base is what we like to call it established in bucket two, the emergency savings, the bucket three, call it longer term savings. Then we can move on to the exciting stuff in bucket four, which is what we call our wealth creation portfolio. And this is where the bulk of the actual investment work is going to get done. The wealth creation portfolio is going to include retirement assets. So think 401ks and IRAs, but it's also going to include, you know, the traditional um, 
regular investment accounts that don't have any of that, you know, tax benefit attached yeah, to and them. De- depending on client goals, this could even be things like saving for college for kids or yes. right, any of those, any of that type of stuff. This is you know where we're going to be taking some risk. We need, we want this money to grow. We need this money to grow to achieve our ultimate, you know, financial objectives. You know, so this, that's when we start allocating to this bucket. Yeah. So the idea, again, just to sort of overview that is money comes into your bank, you run your life. We establish these couple of different savings accounts and establish our savings base. Once we feel like those two are established and set up, then we start to, again, automatically move money to the wealth creation piece of the portfolio. And you know, I, th- I think it's worth talking about the benefit of consistent, preferably monthly savings over long time periods that get invested. Yeah. You know, that, you know, there's a, a few th- sort of statistics that we get bombarded with, you know, and there's a few things that we, that really stick out to me as I'm looking at, you know, how do I help best help my clients achieve their objectives. You know, I, I think we have a piece somewhere, you may be able to grab it at your fingertips that talks about what happens if you miss the few, a few days in the stock market, right? If, if your money's in the bank instead of in the market, you know, and we're certainly not market timers. We don't, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in the market just as much as anybody else on any given day, right? But what we do believe is that time in the market wins, right? The longer we can be invested, the, you know, that gives us a higher probability of growing these assets over time. Yeah. So, and, and I actually, I did pull that piece up while you were talking and it's, it's really interesting statistics, right? If you, if you take $10,000 and invest it right at the end of 2006 and you stay fully invested through all of the 2008 financial crisis, all that, all the way up through the end of 2021, you end up with a 10.6% annualized return and your $10,000 has grown to 45,000. By the way, we're investing in the S&P 500 here. So stocks. Now, if you, let's just take a couple examples. If you had missed over that same time frame the 20 best days in the market, that's just the 20 best days. You, you had pulled your money out. You, you weren't invested over those days your return would go from that 10.6 to 1.6 and your 10,000 grows to 12,000. If you miss the 40 best days, you have a negative return, negative three and a half, and your 10,000 drops to uh, 5,800 roughly. So drives po- home the point in a pretty powerful way that time in the market is more important than trying to time the market. Yeah, a lot of those best days happen to be in the middle of the worst drawdowns, right? Where there's a yes. bounce sort of off the bottom. And if you miss that bottom, then it, it can have a dramatic impact, right? So that's why we want these things automated. You know, we, and we want just this money going in dollar cost averaging, right? Is this effectively right. what you're doing as you automate those things on a monthly basis. So, and you know, these buckets, like I mentioned, is going to vary for each client. And there's times when the amounts in each bucket change and we shift things back and forth, just depending on what's happening in, in a client's life. But if we can have this systematic approach to it, and one of the things that helps me do knowing that all these things are just automated 
is it gives me the freedom to do whatever I want with the rest of the money, right? I don't have this spender's guilt or like I'm not it's a good call. I'm not worried about any of that stuff because I know I've got a plan. Money's going in each of these buckets. So the rest of this money in my bank account, I'm gonna just do whatever I want with. Yeah. And I don't have to I, worry I about it. any of the other stuff. I love it. I, you know, I think I think clients get bombarded by the by the phrase compound interest on a number of other podcasts and things that they Google and everything else. And I think if they can, if they could confidently say, yeah, I'm, I'm taking advantage of compound interest in my financial plan and I'm taking advantage of, you know, being invested and I have a plan for the future. It absolutely delivers a level of financial freedom to them that they, you know, maybe haven't, haven't experienced before. So, so let, let me just speak to that for a minute. I think there's, there's real power in taking money and getting it invested, and then investing on top of that and saving on top of that. That's the concept of compound interest. So I'm, I'm going to throw a couple other uh, numbers at you real quick. Again, CPA, recovering CPA, right? So if we start with $10,000 in 2010, and we begin investing just $500 a month, and we do that all the way through 2020, and we're invested not just in the S&P 500, like our previous example, but this is a 60% stocks, S&P 500, 40% fixed income. So again, we started with 10, 500 a month over a 10-year period. We end up with $120,000. Now let's, let's expand the timeline there to 20 years. So if we start this in 2000 and go through 2020, start with 10,000, do 500 a month into the portfolio, we end up with 300,000 or just a little bit north of that. It's amazing and awesome. You know, we've experienced this in a number of client meetings when we put up a financial plan and some, some financial modeling on the screen. And we suggest to clients that we start doing this $500 a month. And if at first we show them, Hey, what if we just save this to cash? And it makes obviously some difference, but then we say, let's invest this, you know, at a conservative five or 6% a year. It's amazing the amount of green bars that we get flashing across the screen, the power of compound interest, the power of saving and investing consistently automatically is really quite incredible. Yeah, and that gets back to the, the earlier question of, is it too late, right? Uh, there's some, I should have probably looked up this quote before I try to say it, but the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the second best time is today. Yes. Right. And so for people who are thinking it's too late, you know, you may have to save a little bit more or, you know, there's some other ways to try to solve for whatever your right number is, but today is the day to start and getting this as automated as possible. You know, time for a lot of people is still their biggest asset. The earlier you can do it, the better, but it's never too late, right? We can start. And like I said, it's, it might change the numbers. It might change how much you have to save if, you know, to meet certain specific objectives, but we can still get there, but we're going to need to use the power of this cash savings and management plan, right. To make sure that we're taking advantage of every opportunity that we can take, you know, and I have a, a, a lot of conversations with clients, especially those in relationships where, you know, maybe one, one spouse is the saver, one's the spender or however that structure works. Right. And this plan again, I think can alleviate a lot of the financial angst that people feel, right? Because if we know that these things are being put in place, it's just being done automatically, then we don't have to fight about these 
$50 purchases here and there or whatever the numbers may be, right? Absolutely. Ton of power to getting, you know, spouses, partners on the same page with what's happening in the financial plan, but particularly what's happening day to day, month to month in the arena of spending. So if there's a plan in place specifically for what's happening with the cash, man, you're, you're going to alleviate a lot of challenges in those partnerships with money. Yeah. And that forecasting again, you know, so we're forecasting, we're, we're making some assumptions. There's no guarantees in what we're showing, but as we're, you know, as we're working with clients and forecasting out the future, helping them see in a picture way, as well as, you know, with the numbers, the types of impact, the differences in savings rates and investment returns, right. Can have a really dramatic impact. So it gives you some clarity, gives you some confidence that what you're doing, it puts a purpose behind the money. That's one of the big things that I, you know, one of the things I'm passionate about is there are people behind this money, right? It's not just, we're not just a computer trying to get rates of return, but there are people with lives and families behind this money. So if we can have this plan put in place, automate as much as possible, show them the, the impact that these decisions can make, the financial freedom that they can feel, you know, the just maybe freedom's not the right word because you still got to work, right? It's not, True. no guarantees here, but it, it gives them clarity in what the future could look like if we stick to this plan. Yes, I'm with you. Love it. So we're going to make sure we put a link to this cash and savings management plan here in the notes of the podcast. Feel free to hit our website, winbergwealth.com. There we, you can shoot me a text, 801-839-7056 and, and subscribe to the podcast, the Wealth of Insight podcast as well as share with those who you think will find value. Thank you for listening to the Wealth of Insight podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Stratos Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor. Stratos Wealth Partners and Wittenberg Wealth Partners are separate entities from LPL Financial. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Wittenberg Wealth Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.